Your mindset controls everything. It is the most powerful tool that you have because everything that you do, start and create it, starts with a thought, which then transforms into an intention, which is followed by an action. Now, it is how we bring life to our desires. And the same process can also work against you if you don't know how to fully tap into the power of your mind. Stay tuned. Hi, my name is Yvette Rose, author and founder of Metaphysical Anatomy, and welcome to today's talk, How to Avoid Failure. Now, in order to avoid something, you actually need to understand an aspect of the origin of it first, because fear of failure is a strong emotion, because it can actually lead to feeling like rejected, not good enough, not accepted, humiliated, and the list can go on. So what happens when you feel fear of failure? Right? The fear can be so strong that it brings you right into the present moment. Now, having said that, just putting that aside just for now, we will touch back on that in a minute. Now, when you have a thought, you create an intention with a desired outcome. And then action follows to bring you this intention into reality. Now, thought-wise, it seems like, you know, a simple process, right? But... That is because you've been doing it without conscious thought your entire life. Now, what if you are more conscious about your thought process and your emotions and the subconscious motivating needs behind your intended goal? You see, there is a lot more happening than just a thought and then an action. Consciously, you might not think this is a big deal, but actually it is. And here is why. Everything that you think of, especially if you energize a lot, you know, with an intended action, then you think about it, right? You anticipate how things can play out. You try to predict an outcome. And of course, you want the outcome to be successful. And then in that, you start to envision that. Now, what you're doing is that you are now a lot more conscious with this thought process as you now have an emotional investment in the outcome. So your conscious focus is now more aligned with your intended goal. Now, despite your conscious focus on the thoughts that you know, for example, hold towards your intended goal, what you are not conscious of are the implicit memories that are now being triggered in your subconscious mind. And these memories are also now being dug up by your subconscious mind when you think about certain actions that you need to take. So... It brings up deep emotions as your subconscious mind is now actually comparing this conscious thought and the emotions that come with it with older memories that are not triggered, which are not always necessarily accessible through conscious awareness and also conscious thought. However, your emotional body is also aware of that. And when this implicit old memory that is now connected to an emotion that you feel towards your intended goal is triggered, your emotional body will now biochemically relive certain emotions connected to the old memory. So you might feel emotions start to come up in the form of fear, right? Which actually is a result of an old memory that your emotional body is reacting to instead of you consciously remembering what the old memory was. Now, let me share with you an example. 
Let's say in this case that you are an athlete, right? And you exercise regularly because of course you want to win the race, right? You, be, you exercise, you want to become fit, you want to become strong. And so your race is now just in a few weeks time and you envision yourself winning this race. And of course, this is the conscious intention. That is what you want. Now, on the day of the actual race, you're struck with fear, fear of failure. Now, your thoughts are still set on a positive mode, right? Because you know at the race, you feel the adrenaline coming, you feel a sense of excitement. However, you are overcome with fear and panic. Now, these emotions are also being felt by your emotional body as they are now reacting to all the memories that have been triggered by the race event. And as, as you know, we're starting to get ready to do the actual event. Now, in this case, for example, subconscious memories linked to times when you were in a competitive environment and you perhaps failed and felt rejected by people whose approval you needed. So now you have old subconscious trauma that's being triggered, which is now associated with fear of rejection. So deep down in this example, you could also be feeling that it's actually a very old, painful memories of rejection in the past. However, consciously, you don't make the connection, right? And instead, you interpret the fear and the panic that you're feeling in the present moment with fear of failure. However, biochemically, your body is reacting to an old rejection memory, right? So presently, your emotional body is now fearing being rejected again. And yet, your conscious mind interprets this as fear of failure, because you didn't have conscious access to the fact that you were indeed now reacting to an older memory, which is directly influencing your performance and also your ability to stay calm and focus on winning the race. So let's now explore five top factors that you can have in, now in your life that can have an impact on your confidence, also on your fear of failure. And then I will discuss five tips how to avoid failure. So factor one, parents and influential people, right? If you had a challenging relationship with them, then yes, chances are very high that you're always going to consciously or subconsciously be living in fear of failing your parents' standards. And the more emotionally absent they were, the more you will stress about failing at something because your emotional relationship with, with them is already so strained that you're trying to do everything right in order to not create more strain or more distance. Now, as everything in life, you also have a threshold, right? So how much of the strain are you willing to put up with? So here you can go two ways, right? One is that you can continuously and work relentlessly very hard and succeed at everything that you do. And then you can go the other way, right? You can throw in the towel and you can just go your own way, thinking that you've let go of needing to show them that you are worthy and capable. And subconsciously now what happens is you project your need for approval onto other people, meaning you overcompensate now by doing things to show that you have value in your life and that you can succeed. But now you're just repeating the same patterns, just with a different audience. Factor number two, your subconscious memories also play a very big role, right? So old negative thoughts about success, about failure are coming back. It's coming full circle into your present life through the subconscious mind and memories now being triggered through your environment. 
And these memories are normally associated with times when you tried to do something and perhaps your parents or influential people didn't fully support your vision or probably they even spoke fear into you, right? They spoke fear of failure into you. And their judgment, which is of course an echo, a reflection of their own limitations that they projected onto you, because just because they can do something doesn't mean that you can do it, but you accepted their limitations and then it becomes who you are, right? So you see how it all starts to fit into the picture. Now, just a small recap, their fear of failure is no longer your fear of failure. It is no longer your reality because in that moment you did lose your power at some point and you gave your power away to people with, to actually with their own limited thought patterns, right? And that's now having an influence on you, which is now dominating your inner world. It's dominating your confidence, which of course is going to reflect back out to your outer world and what you also subconsciously now align yourself with. Meaning, you could also now, for example, find yourself always in circumstances or in the company of people who's always challenging your confidence. You know, so, you know, let's say in the past, for example, you were surrounded by unsupportive people. Then chances are very high that you will be feel drawn. You'll have a very strong pull to people in the future who hold the same attitude to, towards you. Right? So now you're stuck again in unsupportive dynamics. So here you see now how you can go into two different directions, right? You can either become submissive and surrender to the negative influences, or you can then just try to work harder to overcome the influence of your negative environment. And then we have factor three, right? So fear of failure can also be an addiction, right? The adrenaline, the stress hormones of the fear can actually become very addictive. This is also when you subconsciously need to feel and the fear of failure in order to really start to avoid it. But actually it's just giving you, um, helping you to achieve your goals because you feel confident that you can in fact achieve it without needing a fear as a motivator, right? So this approach is almost like a double-edged sword and it can sabotage your ability to clearly think Right? and also make grounded decisions and to execute your goals successfully. Factor four, your thoughts are now also aligning you with the outcome, right? Think of your, that, for example, if you think of your goal and you also hold the fear, then your positive thought can actually become associated with the fear that you feel. So even though you are thinking of a positive goal, it can trigger a negative emotion because remember, what fires off together, in this case, your thought and the negative fear that you feel, ultimately start to wire together. It is also very highly recommended here. If, you, if this really resonates with you, I would highly recommend that you watch my video, Psychology of Successful People, here on my YouTube channel. And also it, there I will dig a lot more into the factors of, you know, what is the psychology and the trauma and the patterns behind what makes successful people successful. And so now, factor five, making poor decisions, right? So there's an art to making decisions, you know, especially based on emotional clarity. And now because you're, in this case, trying to overcompensate for something, you know, these influencing factors are just a few from a long list. And so now for the five tips to start avoiding failure. Tip one, allow your emotions to come and go. Observe them also closely as well, especially strong reactions that you might have. You know, they are there for a reason. However, not always the reason why you think that they might be there. 
So in most cases, strong emotions can also be felt in your emotional body as a result of just old trauma and old negative experiences. So if you feel the negative emotional reaction in your heart, for example, then in most cases, it can actually be an old subconscious memory that you are reacting to. And if you are feeling the stress in your gut, then perhaps look a little bit closer at the situation as your intuition could actually be trying to get your attention to a certain matter that relates to your intended goal. Now, I would also highly recommend that you go through my emotional healing guided session to help you to resolve any emotional blocks that you have or any fears associated with failure as well. And you can find that at guidedhealingsession.com. Now, another tip here that I have is give yourself a second, a third, a fourth chance, right? Try again. Don't limit your attempts. Now, failure doesn't always necessarily exist. It's the feeling of failure that shows you only a different strategy is needed. Another tip is make sure that you are really, truly in alignment with your goal, right? Meaning that you are not trying to achieve it to prove someone or something wrong or to fix a past regret or mistake, right? So your intention behind your goal will have a tremendously big influence on how strong the foundation of your intended success will be. And if your motivation is really truly positive, then you will have a strong mental and emotional foundation to build your sustainable success on. Now, another tip is know that who and what you are is good enough. Right? Be mindful that you don't have an attachment to your self-worth. For example, that you're attaching your self-worth to the outcome of your goal. Right? You will only create even more fears associated with failing. Because now, it's not about fear of failure anymore. You have a fear of damaging your self-esteem and your identity. Now, another tip is see your goals as an action that you want to take or to create a desired outcome instead of tying it to your happiness meaning i will only be happy if i achieve this or that right so i'm sure you can relate to that right so your happiness should be strong and very independent of a desired goal so achieving a goal should complement your state of being and happiness the last tip is that your goals should be in alignment with you and not because you are trying to prove someone wrong right so manifest create and work and project from a place of confidence right and not from a wounded mindset and guys that is what i have for you today so stay tuned on my youtube channel at yvettevideos.com catch me on instagram yvette rose with digit one and also on metaphysical anatomy and facebook fan page and until next time be the light that you are Hi guys, thank you for joining me and remember to grab your copy of Metaphysical Anatomy on Amazon 679 Medical Ailments and I also wrote about the psychosomatic root causes of that and I'm spoiling it because I even add a key point for you to start looking at important questions that you can ask yourself to start improving your quality of life and also remember to catch me on Instagram Yvette Rose one with the digit one and Metaphysical Anatomy on our Facebook fan page. Bye guys!